0: Okay, we're recording and we're here. Okay, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's planned. Okay. Um welcome to um, the lis- <laughs> welcome to the listeners and to our viewers who have already been here for 36 minutes, even though it feels like 10 PM. Um so I'm here today. I like that we just switched into like a different event. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Two events Completely, in one. Just totally. like um what's the Without Michigan's an Adventure, yeah. right? is it yeah. Michigan's Adventure? Two parks for the price of one twice the fun. Totally. Dun dun, dun. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Ellen is here from Detroit? Correct. And so Ellen is a painter. Yes. A muralist, an outfit creator. Mm-hmm. Um stains. With stains. I yeah. also stains. Yeah. Um so I want to I this is what I want to talk about. So, I'm interested. Well, first maybe you can introduce yourself if you want if that feels good. Sure. Um Ellen, Ellen came to, let me tell a little story so Ellen came to visit me as I mentioned in Point Reyes Station earlier this year and we worked a lot mm-hmm. we worked every day all day and your capacity for working a lot and making like an. Incredible amount of work seems superhuman to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious. I have like many questions. <laughs> like, I cool, want to ask cool. you all of them right. at once. But maybe my first one is how, like, how are you deciding what to say no to right now? Um, yeah, let's start there. Cool. This is way harder to do in front of other people than I've never done this in front of other I know, people. I'm like, like, I'm
1: like, why are they looking at us Yeah, why yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only have
0: um, ever done it privately.
1: Probably people don't know me. My name is Ellen. I, um, I've i lived in Detroit for the past six years. I feel like I should also say that like, I'm a ginger, and so my face is gonna get so red, <laughs> and everyone's gonna be like, are you? she okay? Like, do we need to yeah. get help? Yeah. And, and <laughs> like, I'm fine. You're right. Um, anyway, I'm just acknowledging it. Yeah. Um, so I am, yeah, a painter, muralist, Um, installation artist. I make like wearables. I think all of my work sort of involves the relationship between like movement and material and process and place. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's maybe like how those things interact. So your question was, um, how do I know what to say no to? Yeah, I think it's
0: I've been interested. And this sort of goes with like, What I'm thinking about after your question about, like, what's – when things aren't working is, like, when I look at you as an artist, you're, like, sort of making the same shapes and choices amongst many different mediums. Mm. So when you're making the choices around, like, what do I want to work on for me? Mm. What's my next job that I need to take or want to take? Like, what are your – both like business energetic spiritual art like what's your choice how are you
1: making choices sure well i would say i recently like reached my limit actually Mm -hmm. and i have a really i have like a really hard time saying no because i think for so long like like success to me was being a full-time artist, and then like as soon as that seemed like a viable option where I could support by full- time artist, I just mean like supporting myself through creative work um that without an an another job um it meant that I did just say yes to everything mm. um. And Then recently have found that in order to for whatever reason and I hope it isn't like this forever in order to say no I have to physically leave like I have so for me like being able to go visit you Mm -hmm. Was like me doing just the things that I wanted and Mm -hmm. nothing for anyone else Mm -hmm. I wasn't like hired to paint a mural. I wasn't like that was the stuff that was like I Just want to do these things now. Mm -hmm. I just want to find the scrap wood and run around Mm -hmm. with it and Mm -hmm. We only had a week, Mm -hmm. so it felt Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say I'm I'm not particularly good at it, Mm -hmm. except that when I know, when I'm not saying no enough, I get really exhausted and burnt out and stressed out, and Mm -hmm. that's usually the sign. Yeah.
0: When you paint a mural, Yeah. Do you, is your choice-making in that way, like, do you feel like your choice, the way that you make choices when you're making art, are similar to the way that you make choices in your life, or are they very? Is it like this is compositional and this is like how you exist as a human, or are those crossing
1: wow. over? Wow, that's such a good question. I haven't ever thought about it. I feel like there are. There's, like, two distinct parts of my brain. There's, like, the designer side that has Mm -hmm. to come up with a concept and, like, pitch the concept, and it gets approved, and then I go to the job site and I execute the job. And then there's, like, the artist in me that's just, like, just fucking start here and Mm -hmm. then, like, make one move and then respond to that move. And it Mm -hmm. just becomes, like, a conversation. But that... (laughs) could that I I often people don't want to hire me to do because I'm like I don't know what it's gonna look like Mm -hmm. and neither do you but I but I need you to pay me yeah Yeah. um so I I feel like those that duality exists and Mm -hmm. so there is part of me that like likes to see be able to like visualize the fully formed like, being that I'm birthing, Mm -hmm. but then, like, at the same time, there's a part of me that's just, like, so drawn to chaos. I Mm -hmm. think it was, like, there was a line in How to Not Always Be Working where you were, like, talking about um, being organized, but Mm -hmm. also being a tornado person, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that, like, really (laughs) resonated with me. Yeah. Of that tornado person where just this propensity to just like get stuff out and just like put it everywhere. And then, Mm -hmm. and like, that's where I'm like, yes. Like like, everywhere, my room, everything is just like a madness. I'm
0: curious how you... We you le- sponsored. Yeah, we're sponsored. Believe me, I've tried. This um, episode of,
2: is brought to you I by I literally LaCroix. only
0: make things that are the color of Popple Moose
2: <laughs> yeah. LaCroix. Yes.
0: And dress like a fucking totally. Papa Moose <laughs> can. Yeah. And still. Anyways, okay. They're listening, I'm sure. Um, yeah. That's how I'll make the podcast my job. I'll get a LaCroix <laughs> sponsorship. There. there we go. Um, it's never made me any money. Anyways, um, so I'm I'm thinking about... Because what's been... So I'm teaching an online class right now that you're in. Um, and I think... And the thing that's been coming up for me in reading this book and teaching this class and when I talk to other artists and what reminded me about sort of like thinking about seasons is like how do you speak to yourself? And I'm curious because like the way that you just described that person, I feel like could you could easily be like, well, that's not... you know and that's like a that's why I try to like restructure and a lot of it in the book is like how do I restructure how I speak to myself Mm -hmm. about the Mm -hmm. ways that I clearly just am and like aren't gonna change Mm -hmm. and in fact are usually the reasons people like me and like but I can't see that so when you when you see yourself in that way where are you in your relationship to are you like that's great that's how I am or does that scare you or Mm. do you feel like you're trying to change it what has that been like
1: for you um I would say first it depends on where I am in my menstrual cycle yes um also that's why I'm taking your class baby girl (laughs) (laughs) um I think that it's a continual struggle of of um, being able to not let that tyrant voice always come in and say you know if I was a real artist I would have have a completely perfectly organized mm-hmm. studio or, um, you know, all, all of that talk, um, I think definitely takes practice. There's like a few, there's like a few key things that I implement that are like really simple that just help me start the, like if I wake up like around eight or like, and I'm like working or just like awake, making coffee, whatever it is, journaling, writing my morning pages by nine. I feel this sense of accomplishment Mm. that's just like sets me up for like the chaos then sort of has like a container because like me being like great I did the thing that I said was important to me Mm -hmm. like really it's just that thing really helps so I found that that alone like an early ish morning Mm -hmm. helps Great. Yeah. I want to hear other things that are –
0: because I think what you're sort of getting into and what I've been thinking about, like I, I've i been thinking a lot about the shift from talking about self-care to talking about self-esteem and, like, yeah. self-worth and how we – um, I, my, like, joke is, like, I can be throwing a bath bomb in and still hate myself for not paying mm-hmm. my phone bill yet. Yeah. Um, And so I'm curious, like – it sounds like that morning routine is also about like a good self esteem and feeling about yourself. What are other things, both personal and creative, that you've been implementing that kind of fall into that? Self esteem boosters.
1: Self esteem boosters. Um, I, let's see. Um, I think like, um, I'm trying to think about like what what if I do things like regularly mm. that um definitely exercise is huge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also um like th- I've been doing these these paintings I think that I was I maybe talking about that are just um just an exercise or a conversation that I just like make a move and then respond to the move With a different color or with the same color and i give myself an allotted amount of time and it's just whatever happens in that amount of time is like exactly what's meant to happen and um i don't have to show anyone it doesn't have to mean anything but that conversation of just being able to say like there's no there's no boundaries there's no rules other than just start here And then just like listen to the thing that you just put down and make something in response to that. And somehow that, um, like I went camping alone. Like this is another example where I have a really hard time with self control, uh, feel like I have an addictive personality, and I have to physically remove myself from the like I drove up north until I was like, Great, no more cell service. We're good and like I had to remove myself from the cell service zone and then I was able to like start that practice. Um mm-hmm. and that I've been able to bring back and that like helps so much in my just sense of like trusting myself in my own movements. You and like started my the own... painting
0: practice when you went yes. to the no cell service camping
1: vision quest. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That okay. you Yep.
0: <laughs> we'll have a whole handshake by Yeah, <laughs> Okay, great. These poor listeners are like, what, is what's happening? Like that wasn't funny." But yeah. Um Cool. So, I want to talk more about leaving because I think that answers some people's questions when they're like, "I'm stuck. I'm working too much. I'm not working enough." Um and I've it's been important to me to leave my space and host other people and that seems important to you. Um Yeah, tell us a little bit about what's coming up for you. I know you're about to leave for, like, an extended period of time and work in a really different way. How did you come to that? Like, do you just go all the way to, like, burnt out, burnt out, burnt out? And then you're, like, something new? Or have you started to be able to see, like, future pace? Like, maybe Mm. in this season I'll want to do that. Um, Um, Yeah.
1: It is, like, less organized. It was mostly I started um like i don't know my i li- i live like for the most part a pretty like lean lifestyle, but it um I was feeling stuck in my own just like thoughts and the ideas I was having and the way I was feeling about them and it and as soon as I would like m- go and when I like came to center, mm-hmm. it felt like i my i think maybe the reason I wanted to work so much too was I was just like they they're here the ideas are here <laughs> like Gotta we gotta get in the car yeah, at yeah. four AM yes. and drive to the top of the mountain. Yes, we did. Um so like I had that experience other places and that yeah. happened many times. Mm. Um where my whole schedule was disrupted and for some reason that like helped open up space mm. um for new ideas. So I think it was like in multiple experiences of that happening, um, that I was like, Okay, it's time it's time for me to just try something else mm-hmm. for a little bit. And I really – I'm, like, giving up my apartment in Detroit. I'll keep mm-hmm. my studio, but um, just, like, opening up myself to be available for things that I don't know exist yet mm-hmm. um, or even, you know, someone's like, hey, I'm doing a road trip or whatever, that I would be able to say yes in ways that I, I haven't been able to say yes. Um, yeah. Cool.
0: And then you're going to go to Brooklyn. Brooklyn for two months for two months and what are you gonna work on there um I don't know great I don't know <laughs> she doesn't know people no, <laughs> she has no idea. I feel like the I'm gonna go and hang out with her there yeah. though, and then yeah. we'll make something <laughs> yeah
1: um the main thing I want to work on is just like shortening the distance between the idea and me like making the mark I feel like my mm. my the designer side of my, like, propensity to overanalyze before I'm like, well, what if it, like, that distance, I want to just, like, shorten it and see what happens. Um, Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Questions from the audience? Yes, in the back.
0: Um, So, Monica. Hey, Monica. uh, How does people... Pressure you put on yourself to like you know increase the propensity to
1: overanalyze
0: something before you make the first mark wow um for the listeners <laughs> the question was how does people paying for the thing impact choice making so okay? yeah summary
2: um <laughs> sorry I'm no that was the most.
1: perfect yeah, okay. no great yeah. um, i would say that the amount of money people are paying me is directly correlated with the amount that I (laughs) overanalyze. However, it does not in any way correlate with the quality of the work. Like, I have sometimes spent, like, you know, weeks working on something, and then I paint it, and I'm like, it does not move me. Um, But, and sometimes things, so, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Maybe it's not like that for everyone. I wish someone, there have been times where I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that was a $4,000 mural, you know? And Mm -hmm. so other times people are like, I'm like, yeah, that was, you paid me $50 and that was my best one. So (laughs) I wish it was more exact. Yeah. Working on it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
0: I don't have a question. I just have a comment. But earlier when you were talking about the two sides of you, like the designer and the artist, Mm. um, I've been a fan of your work for a really long time. I'm obsessed and um when you were painting the murals in the market mural and you were talking about how it was the first time you were painting one where you were just reacting to your own movements I thought yeah. that was awesome and I was the one who commented saying that I would bet all the money in my bank account that it was going to turn out awesome and
2: thank then, you oh my gosh <laughs> oh, thank you oh so my cool god to watch that come to life because um I just thought it was really neat that you like
1: we're vulnerable, saying like, I don't really know how this is gonna turn out. I don't know if it's gonna be good, and it was. Thank awesome. you so much. Yeah, you're okay. that means a lot. Is yeah. that the one that you texted me about? Um, is that a different? I feel style. like I've texted you about, <laughs> about every. Like, oh no! When I was like, what do I do? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you should get your credit. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I was like, I'm stuck. That what does it needs to go there? And you're like, it needs more peach. And I was like, I should have known. I told her it needed more popple moose, basically. <laughs> and it worked out for all of us. Yeah.
0: Other questions? Yes. during the process and I don't know if that's something you've explored but it seems like you're pretty good at talking about you know why it might be better if you become given more freedom Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that's something you've explored in
2: terms of like even really big clients Mm.
1: um yes I feel like there's definitely some wiggle room um 100 percent and that is something because oftentimes I'll be like need to make a last minute judgment call that's like the space is different or the whatever um definitely I feel like the it's mostly about the like intention going into it about it being like am I walking up to this space or to this canvas or to whatever the space is and just like stepping up with sort of like the ingredients, but I don't know what the meal is gonna be, oh. or am I? Do I sort of have the recipe in mind? And I'm like, it might taste a little, little different than the last time I made it, but but I know what I'm gonna make, and so so it's just like a different mindset. I think personally, when I approach them, those two different ways. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I yeah. My sister.
0: My question, but, um, Ellen, this is my sister. Knowing um, <laughs> um, <laughs> intimately
1: says something to the effect of, like, this isn't my best one, or like, you know, is this my best
0: painting? Mm. So I was wondering if either both of you could speak about, like, is that what you're really trying to to achieve? Is, like, your best work? And if you achieve it now, then, like, where do you go? Or, like, what is what is your relationship to that idea? Oh, rut family <laughs> in
1: the house. <laughs> yeah. uh, you want to go ahead? Um... Yeah, um I guess I'd be curious if like an artist is like, yeah. Well, like that was my best one. I I am out. <laughs> yeah. Um I I don't know that it's like possible to know your best one or what even is your best one, really. I think there's like uh there are some a lot of times or for example, the murals in the market one I felt like that one, I I did this like improvised mural, which I rarely get to do because it takes like seven times longer than when I plan it. Because like if I make a giant shape and then I'm like, no, that one doesn't look good. It takes like four hours to undo what I just did. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one I stepped away and I felt like really like just like proud of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do it and I feel like, well, I'm glad I I'm done with that. I learned something, but I don't like... It's not, like, my number one guy that I made. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, I feel...
0: uh, The thing that I think most about, like, the thing that I make the most of is dance videos is documenting myself dancing and i for sure will i'll post videos and be like well that's the best dance anyone's ever made i mean that's (laughs) can you believe that those are generally the ones that maybe not very many people like which is also interesting you know it's like that's and kind of reminds me of the like just because someone pays you more Mm. and like i've had to let go of that too like sometimes my favorite work is not what everybody else likes also um i'm lucky personal practice as a project that exists digitally um is my favorite thing i've maybe ever made because i made it to not be my work i made it to literally just be an instagram feed of me dancing and the fact that it turned into sort of its own tiny like internet sensation is beyond me and was beyond like any goal there was never there's never been a goal um and so just getting to put things there it you know it's funny it's called person someone once said made a comment that said can it be called personal practice if you show us every day? (laughs) Um, and I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Make your own freaking feed. (laughs) I forgot we're recording this. (laughs) She's listening or she's your source. Leah or Leah. Yeah. She's like, (laughs) and deactivate block. Um, uh, I loved that question um I loved that question though because I think you know and that's what I talk a lot about is like yes I'm practicing every day but I am clearly curating the exact seconds I would like everyone to see that I think are obviously the best seconds you know it's like I'm obviously showing everyone what I think the best part of my dancing was that day um I once showed my friend – I was like, this is so weird. Like, this is every- – this is so embarrassing. I was like, this is so weird. This is everyone's favorite video. It has 90,000 views, and it's to a Cheryl Crow song. I'm like, in my kitchen. And this friend said, Marley, that's because you can see your nipples through your shirt. <laughs> and I was like, that's true. You can see them, can't you? Like, I just – it was this just, just this funny moment where, like, I'm – you know that's sad maybe that that's why it's the, it's the most views or something um and i don't think maybe that's why it's just like again whatever that's a bad story are um, amazing. yeah yeah free the nipple you know yeah, whatever yeah. um but it was just this funny moment it's always interesting to see like what other people like and especially being like a trained dancer who teaches dance and who practices dancing like my favorite videos of maybe me like collaborating with my friends or dancing outside are like not what picks up traction but obviously me dancing to Justin Bieber in my underwear will blow the world away you know it's like that's what that's what the people want that's what I want you know it's like I can have I can show everybody both and um, I also have been thinking a lot about even though I was just like I'm 30 now um, like I would like to think. I've got a good 57 years left of this art career. You know what I mean? Because we're going to 87 at least. Um, And so I also like to think about how, like, early it is or something. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's the other thing, especially with our internet consumption. It just Mm -hmm. appears that, like everybody has already just done it all um and they're like moving so quickly um and I yeah I thought about that with the book I was kind of like oh no this book is coming out and I was like I can't wait to write so many more books and make so many more dances and this is just one of many others
1: I have a question now for you which is like do you okay there's now there's two questions and they they're different questions okay. but I'm going to ask both okay um the first one is have you always so what first attracted to like me to you and your work was mm-hmm. how honest you were on the mm-hmm. internet. Mm-hmm. Um and it felt like it wasn't contrived. You weren't trying to mm-hmm. make some grand statements. You were just like this is what I'm thinking mm-hmm. and I'm clearly articulating it. Mm-hmm. Has that always been innate or were mm-hmm. there times where you're like looking at the caption being mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. post and then like throw it uh-huh. or yeah tell me about that cool, yeah, um, I
0: feel, yeah, my process of deciding what to say and when to say it is pretty unplanned, pretty I'm a pretty quick caption writer. I don't mm-hmm. spend a lot of time on a caption um and I pretty much just post it, <laughs> great, then I move on, yeah, okay. um, I definitely don't I could get better at the post and ghost, um. <laughs> And like,
1: tell me more.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't know about the old post posting ghost. Um, well, it's like this is great. what I'm not great at. It's right. like I will. I don't think necessarily a lot about the caption, but then I'll post it, and I'm like, what do they think? What do they think? What do they think? What do they think? You know, like what are the people gonna yeah. think? Yeah, and it's much healthier for me to post and ghost and just be like I'm gonna see you later you know I'm gonna check you later
1: like (laughs) why
0: why go through the spiral so soon after um but you know like that's also when the most engagement happens and you know it's like there's you know it's it's tricky but yeah I think I'm a very natural communicator Gemini um like a very natural speaker like my I've been happy that both strangers and like my parents, you know, people who have known me longest, after reading my book, were like, it literally just felt like you were talking to me, mm-hmm. even people who have never spoken to me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's. Yeah, and I've i heard other people in that comparison world be sad, where they're like, well, it takes me a really long time yeah. to do a caption. And I'm like, well, it takes me a really long time to feed myself. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm not, just because I'm good at that one thing, like, does not mean I'm good at the many other parts of my business or being human. That's just, yeah, and I, because I'm good at it, I made it my job to, to speak
1: that way to other people. Yeah. Second question. Um, does... Your does the public reception of certain posts or ideas in even in situations like this or whatever way you get feedback from your work you know do you let certain types influence your work more than others or Um. she's like I wrote a little scene
0: this year called Mm -hmm. how a photo and video sharing social networking service gave me my best friends true love a beautiful career and made me want to die um, <laughs> I should have brought copies of them But I was thinking about this When you were just asking me that Because I also do I talk about the, the change of the algorithm On the video and social sharing networking service <laughs> It's called Instagram um, And I talk about how like the photos where I'm like I um made this really amazing thing and I hope you all get it. Gets like 200 likes and then when I'm like there's a dike parade in my heart today. There's like 3,000 likes, you know. And it's like when I'm just sharing about my life, that tends to be what um the internet will show people. Like now like now our work in the world is not dictated by us who gets to see it. It's dictate dictated by a photo and video sharing social networking app that's deciding who is going to see. And they're doing that so that we're addicted to it and we never want to put it down and we want to keep posting. So if I have 70,000-something people following and only 200 people are liking a post, that's not real. Like, that's them deciding... We're going to give Marley 200 likes today so that tomorrow she tries again. Yeah. And then she does. And then the next day I get 4,000 likes. And I'm like, I'm trying again. Like, My endorphins are, are And then the next day I get 700. And then I'm like, try again, try again. <laughs> and the next day I get 150. And then I'm like, it's broken. And then I quit. Just kidding. I, have no, I haven't quit. But and you so did that, for a, a week. I did quit for a week, you're right. Um, And so, yeah, and so then the quitting, and then that didn't really help, and then i take some breaks, and it's really just hard. Stay curious. How does your body feel? You know, those are the things I ask myself. Uh, Turn it off. It's ever-changing. There's no promise of it working. Um, And if there's one thing I've been promised is that this will never, ever change. The players and the plants may shift, but the fact will remain you are not alone. So that's what I learned. Anyways. Love that book. Thanks. Me too. Yeah, it's great. It's maybe better. (laughs) <laughs> Should have brought it. I mean, that's that's the other thing about the best work thing. It's like I finished this a year ago. Like, look how fast I'm talking. Like, I changed so fast. Like, I'm different than I was when I walked in the door. Yeah. I'm a totally different person. I am. I watched this person play music last night, and it like this changed is my, my life. Favorite flavor like, now. this is like I'm a key lime girl, yeah. and you know. So when ha- that's a, maybe the other scary thing about a book is most of this. I'm like yes and I feel like I add just like you can add the parts where you're like this is the design but it might be a little different yeah. I was like this is the book I'm, I might not be right about everything you know I like I try to give disclaimers that aren't self deprecating but that are like yeah I wrote this book when I was 29 years old like it's gonna I'm a hell of different than I was when I was 29 <laughs> you know and like this now feels so much more relevant than this um, that's why they should together but yeah. Other questions? Yes. Um okay so I think one of the scariest things for me in a creative field is moving, which I find interesting that you guys are both shifting around quite a bit.
1: Take that one first. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's a gift. I mean. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I will take it. So I read something about the gifts you are given. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, you know. I think that there's. I definitely have there's. Um, I'm gonna shout out to an amazing essay that used to be in my online shop that I think is sold out right now, but so it's not that great of a shop, but by Nicole Lavelle, that's an essay about um, like questions for visitors to ask when you go to a new place um, that I think I try to apply both to my digital community and my real life community and communities that I visit um, is like, who is this serving? Who do I want to include? How do the people feel who have been there the longest? How do I feel as a visitor? Um, so those are some likes. I like, I like her essay because it sort of like asks us to ask ourselves these questions. Like I think it can feel really normal to just be like, I'm in this place and it's just a place, especially when we have the Internet. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be distru- – I mean I know that you relate to this a lot in – Detroit and I think I see where I live and like there's a lot of and this is happening in Oakland it can look really different depending on where you live and I'm speaking really vaguely right now but I think just like being cognizant of like who's in a place that you're moving to or that you're visiting and and being gentle about how you enter it is really important and then on the other side of that in terms of like how do I stay steady with the constant shifting i think that's where like making the decision to dance every day was really important to me because i have my phone every day and i have my body every day so i was like well i can i can and i think i had the idea that like i need a big studio to dance like i got a dance degree like i'm like i need a studio to dance and it's like no i need i can make a dance in my seat on this couch right now and i can be a dancer and that's sort of, like, picked up a little bit from The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And that's – Ellen mentioned morning pages. And, like, journaling in the morning is important. On this trip, I, like, made sure to, like, bring all my special things I put in my smoothies. And, like, my herbs for my herbal my herbal infusions that I make that I talk about in the book. And you can learn how to make them, too. And they'll help you with your nervous system and all of your anxiety. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I – I think just like little things like that, like taking tinctures, having essential oils, flower essences, like little things that can sort of like always bring me back to me is is really important about the like always moving, always going to a new place. Um,
1: so yeah. Cool. Um, the truth is I don't know. I haven't moved, I've lived in Michigan my whole life. I moved um, from the suburbs into Detroit and I still don't really know what it means. I just know that I have to leave. And I don't know how long that, like, that's the only thing that I know for sure. Um, I don't know really where will feel good. Um, I don't really know if I'll have to get a part-time job in order to support my career. I don't know if I'll have to get a full-time job. I don't know, like, I don't know what would happen if I moved mm. someplace. Mm. Um, so, for me, this like step one is just like recognizing that that's the thing that I, that it has to happen in order for so, something will happen. Um, I don't really know what it will be, I guess. I know that's maybe not. Oh, that's great. Helpful.
0: Not knowing is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, when I like moved, moved, I didn't, I literally didn't know anything. I was like, all right we're getting in the Subaru, and this is all I own, and yep. I'm driving in California. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, you know, other people, again, can, like, put that that seems like a really brave move, and it was just like, I gotta go. I gotta leave, you know? And it was, you know, it just was. I think there's just choices. And I that's the other thing that I like to talk a lot about, is, like, uh I I don't think I'm any less scared than anybody else. I just do it anyways. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so far so good? <laughs> Anything else? I
2: have some.
0: Yes, Kristen.
2: Um for Ellen. So you were talking about how you have like a designer side and an artist side and I can really relate to that except I've been so heavy on the designer side that mm-hmm. I started a similar practice of making a painting for every moon cycle and it was very mm. much the same as you described like you just make something and then you just kind of like figure out where you're going to go from there. And it's so different than designing something because I'm so used to being able to have like full control over what the end is like from the beginning. Because you can like delete and start over really <laughs> mm-hmm. easily.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but anyway, I really like the concept of those two things kind of working together. Um, I really don't know like what question I'm even trying to ask, but it's like when you have these two totally different types of processes, mm-hmm. how do you feel that they relate? Or do you ever have any kind of, like, I creative identity crisis over like the way that you make things or how do they influence one another I just like I like that
1: whole topic totally I totally have identity crisis and I'm totally like is this is this on brand or like whatever weird other questions exist in the world of like when you craft a thing that feels good and then you're like uh oh I'm going over here now and like and you're like oh we're like you you're, you either you don't want to like rein it back in um I sometimes I'll make the same painting twice one time that's planned and one time that's like um it's like when you get to that crossroads maybe like in your design or in your art making where you're like oh I had an idea for this other way and you could like veer off kind of mm. um I find that if I'm able to like create one version that's the version that i am like i have the vision i feel really satisfied by the completion of the idea Mm -hmm. and if i also do basically the same thing but different like just let whatever decisions i don't trust to make here over here there's like some interesting things that can happen where you can like see the decisions you make as you go Mm -hmm. that was like an exercise that i'm just like that has been helpful
2: yeah that's like there's like more
1: there's like less fear in the second one exactly there's no like, right you, know, you can take risks in the second one mm-hmm. or third or fourth or however many you want to like iterate mm-hmm. um but that's like your freedom your like risk zone that you can still like execute the one that that you have agreed to or want mm-hmm. to yeah I
0: like that Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool we're done. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I just decided. I thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you.